This is the Ed Milet Show. So we've been discussing an awful lot lately, finding more bliss in our lives, the pathway to more happiness, because it's probably the question that I get asked the most. In our last program, I was discussing the prevailing thought in the world today, which is that lots of money will lead you to happiness and fulfillment. In fact, I was recently interviewed on another person's program with, with another influencer who's a friend of mine. And uh, we had a, an honest disagreement. It was his contention in that program that if you're broke, you can never be happy or fulfilled. And I just have an honest disagreement about that. I know an awful lot of people in my life who don't have a ton of money, but are blissful and live very happy, very fulfilled existences. On the other hand, I know a lot of people who have a ton of money, who are not happy, aren't fulfilled, are empty, are constantly searching for what will make them happy, what will deliver bliss in their lives. And I wanna be clear with you, I've been happy when I was poor, and I've been happy rich, and it is clearly my contention, I wanna be clear with you, that happy rich is better. Because you can do more things for people when you have money, for the people you love, for the causes that you believe in. I don't want you to confuse the idea that if once I get money, then I'll be happy. I talk in one of my previous audios called Blissful Dissatisfaction, about the concept of learning to live blissfully and yet simultaneously stay dissatisfied. Most people conflate those concepts. They think happiness and satisfaction are the same emotion. They're not. They're completely separate emotions. You can be happy and still dissatisfied. You can live in bliss and still be a dissatisfied person wanting to chase your goals and dreams, wanting more in your life, wanting to contribute more, earn more, get more significance, make more money. And so I've been happy rich and I've been happy poor and I can tell you for sure in my life being happy rich has been far better. But I'm not confused into thinking that that money, this wealth living oceanfront, they necessarily make you happy because no matter where you go in your life, you have to bring you with you. And so if you can't learn to be happy when you don't have all these things you think you want, I can promise you you won't be happy when you do have all of them. And like I've said, I have many friends of mine who are not in careers where they make a lot of money. They're never gonna be wealthy. And they're completely happy, blissful people living very fulfilled lives because they're making a difference in other people's lives. I think it's a terrible contention to think that only money is the only way to happiness in the world. And I know that's the prevailing thing you see on TV, reality television, you see it on social media. I can tell you that it's just not true. I coach and mentor many, many very wealthy people. And the reason they work with me, in some cases, they like to make more money, they like to grow their businesses, their brands, or careers. But many of them work with me because they want to be happier. They want to be happier even though they've got great careers, even though they've got notoriety, even though they've got money and material things. And so today we're gonna to talk about that separation and what I think is the pathway to becoming happier. And that is finding your purpose, finding your mission, finding your calling. We've discussed this a little bit previously in other programs, but I think there's also some confusion about this as well. See, I really believe in order to really live a fulfilled life, I think material things can make you happy short term. I mean, we've all bought something in our life before, and when we bought it, we were happy. We bought that outfit we wanted, the pair of shoes, the car, the house, and we were happy when we bought those things, and we've enjoyed them, and they bring joy to other people. And so there's no doubt that material things and wealth can make you happy, but it's short-lived. There's a big difference between happiness and fulfillment. If you want fulfillment in your life, it's going to be long-lasting and enduring. It's not going to be things. It's not going to be money. I understand that having money can help you do many things for other people, and we're going to talk about that in the program. What I believe about fulfillment is that if you can find your calling, if you can find your purpose, your mission in your life, that's the pathway to not just happiness, but a level past that, which is fulfillment. So let's talk today a little bit about finding our calling. And I get asked often, how do I do that? I don't know what my calling is. I don't know what my mission is. 
Here's what I can tell you, that when you do find it, you will know. There'll be a piece about you. There'll be an intuition you'll have that it's just a knowing. This is where I belong. This is what I was born to do. And I can tell you, it's almost like a relationship you're in. It's not always gonna be perfect. There's gonna be bumps, but many of you listen to this have found that right person. You're in a relationship. It's not always easy. It's, you know, people think, well, once I find my calling, it's just gonna be a smooth path because that's what I was called to do. It's my mission. It's like everything's gonna be divinely put in order for me. And that couldn't be further from the truth. It's just as messy as things that aren't your calling. It's just as difficult as things that aren't your calling. In fact, sometimes when you find your calling, your path and your mission, those things can sometimes be more difficult than the things you were already doing. And so it's in like any relationship you're in. Once you found the right person, it's not perfect all the time, but you have this sense of knowing, this sense of peace, this sense of purpose, this sense of right. Really, you have this sense of home. And you're at home with that person. When you find your calling in your life, you're gonna feel home. And that's the feeling I can best describe to you is you'll just feel at home. You'll feel like it's right where you belong. And so, I want to dispel a couple myths. Number one myth that I hear is that your career has to be your calling, has to be your mission. You know that adage of, once you find something you love, you'll never work another day again in your life. And that's completely true. But I'm just going to be very real with you. For many of you, you're going to find a career that is your calling and your mission and your purpose. And you're going to be blessed that what you do for a vocation is also your calling and your career. But that is not the case for everybody. Sometimes your calling, your mission, your crusade, your purpose is not your career. I think it's important to try to find a way with your work that can best suit your mission and purpose and calling. But for some of you listening to this, you've been trying all your life to find a career that is your calling. Well, what if your calling isn't a career? What if you're supposed to make a bunch of money at your job or your business and you're gonna take that money and you're gonna use that towards your calling and your mission and your purpose. In other words, your career, your business is to generate income, revenue, that's gonna fund your calling and your purpose and your mission. I can tell you that I have many friends whose job or their business they had wasn't their real calling, but they made a lot of money and that's why making a lot of money is so wonderful. They made a lot of money in their initial career or business and they took that money and that money, what they did with it became their calling and a career. So I just want you to consider, yes, you should be trying to find a job or a business within alignment with your cause, but perhaps that's not the case. What if your cause, for example, is to help cure cancer, but you're a school teacher or you own a financial services company or you're, you, you own a chain of dry cleaners? Are you telling me that you have to find a career in medicine in order to fulfill that calling? It's ridiculous. And so. One of the reasons so many people are lost is they're only trying to find their calling and their mission and their purpose in a job, in a career. And that may not be the case. That job and that career may be where you're gonna fund your calling and your career on the side. And that leads me to point number two. I hear all the time about side hustles. Well, what about a side mission? What about a side cause, a side crusade? See, maybe you're gonna have a job and in that job where you're planted right now, it's not what you were called to do as your ultimate contribution to the world, but it's where you're planted, so you should win there now. You should give it all you've got and start a side cause, start a side mission, a side crusade, a side calling. In other words, don't always connect your career to your cause. Maybe you're gonna work from nine to five every day somewhere, and when you leave there on the side, you're gonna do something that you're calling, and maybe that calling is, doesn't even require capital. Maybe it's something you're gonna do in your side hours. 
So I don't want you to confuse number one, always, that your calling has to be your career. It would be great if it was, if that aligns with your skills, terrific. But that's not gonna happen for everybody. So number two, maybe you've gotta make a lot of money in your business so that you can take that money and help fund and create that cause, crusade, or mission you have. Maybe number three, that job you have is never gonna fund you a ton of money, but you're gonna create a side cause, a side crusade, a side mission, a side calling. And so be thinking about this. These are the pathways to fulfillment. And so it may be your career, it may be making a lot of money in your career, it may be that when you leave that career at the certain time of day, you get to change and put your superwoman cape on, your superman cape on, and that's when you decide to donate time. Perhaps that calling a crusade or mission, that side mission of yours, involves money. So you've gotta have a job that generates a lot of money so you can fund that. Maybe it's not that at all. I mean, there are millions of things that could be your calling or your mission. You could be donating time at a shelter, you could be in charitable work, you could be working with children. And I think that's the misnomer is that I hear people all the time think their calling has to be something they monetize. You know that I know so many people whose calling is to work with children. And so they've got a job full time, but they coach Little League. They're involved in different young women's groups, the Girl Scouts, you name it. And so that's their calling is to work with children. I know other people where it's to work with the homeless. They've got a job, but they found fulfillment towards working with the homeless. There are any number of callings or causes or missions or crusades that will fill your heart. Maybe it's helping inspire people with your faith. Maybe it's helping people with their schoolwork. Maybe it's writing a book, right? Maybe it's learning an instrument and entertaining people with the music that you create. It could be any number of things could be your calling and your crusade and your side mission, not necessarily your job. That's why this notion that you can't be fulfilled if you're not making money is ridiculous. What if your calling is to be a mother and to raise your children? You're not gonna make a lot of money doing that, but for you, it would fulfill you beyond any other thing you'd ever choose to do in your life. What if your calling was to work in a charity and donate your time? You're not gonna get wealthy doing that. Are you telling me you can't be fulfilled? What if your calling is to be a pastor or a coach? See, there are all kinds of callings and crusades and missions in life that you're not gonna make millions of dollars at. And you know what? For someone like you, that would have never fulfilled you anyway. And so all of us are wired differently. In my case, most of the things that are my calling are involved serving other people. I happen to be blessed that the initial business I've had and that I still run to this day serves people and contributes to people. I've been able to take the wealth I've made and it's afforded me the time to invest in all kinds of children's causes that I'm passionate about, family causes that I'm passionate about, and that money was important in giving me the time to do it. Also allows me to write the checks towards those causes that I wanna help and support as well. And so for me, the pathway was career and making a lot of money. It's what I'm doing with you right now. I make no money doing this. My content is completely free to you. My books are free. My audios and videos are free. So are you telling me I can't become fulfilled because I'm not making money helping you right now? that's ridiculous and so the next point is always your calling will be somehow contributing to other people your mission your purpose your calling your crusade will always involve helping other people somehow next point it will involve natural giftedness you have I've talked about this in previous audios you were wired when you were born with natural giftedness and some talents that you've developed over time as well most people don't give themselves credit but every single human being no human is more special than another one I'm not better than you and you're not better than me I'm not more special than you you're not more special than me you were born and you've developed incredible gifts in your life it could be your gift for kindness for compassion 
for intensity, for learning, for teaching, for speaking, for listening, for humor, for a musical instrumentation, your math skills, your engineering skills, your problem solving skills, your inspirational skills. There's all kinds of talents, all kinds of gifts people have. Maybe it's the gift of touch. Maybe it's your vision as a leader and what you can see in the world. But you were given special gifts. Don't shortchange yourself. The pathway is almost always through your gifts that may or may not be your career. This is where we begin to move towards our mission, our cause, and our crusade. The next thing I would suggest you do is ask yourself a powerful question. Who do you admire? Who are some of your role models, some of your heroes? And begin to think about that. Why do you admire them? What are the things they've done or the attributes you have that you admire so much in them? I can tell you this is gonna be one of the most powerful things you're ever going to hear. The things you admire and see in them, you have a sense, a deep sense, an intuition that some of those same qualities exist in you. And that's why you're drawn to them. That's why you admire them. So ask yourself, who are some of my heroes? Who are some of the people I admire? And what were the traits in them that I admire so deeply? Maybe it's their passion, their loyalty, their vision, their speaking skills, their physical beauty, their entertainment ability, their kindness, their generosity. But I can tell you right now that the things that you admire in them, that hero of yours, the seeds of those same gifts lie within you. Now you have to ask yourself, this is my giftedness, I admire this. How could I use those same attributes towards contributing to other people? It may be a completely different track, a completely different path, but it'll be utilizing some of the same gifts in your way. You may not have the exact same abilities they've had. I know you hold them up in high regard, but remember, those are all children of God too. Those are all just people as well. And all they did was magnify the three or four magical gifts that you just listed in them towards the benefit of other people. You're gonna take those same gifts you have and you're gonna to contribute towards other people and magnify them in your way. But the pathway to that passion is often through our role models and our heroes. Ask yourself who those people are and what those attributes and gifts are. The next key is try some things. Try a side hustle, try a side business, try a side crusade, try a side mission. I'd encourage you to try to find a business that can deliver on your cause and mission because it would be great that you could monetize it because that monetization, right, is a magnifier of the contribution you could make because that monetization will give you more money towards those causes in different ways. But in my case, for example, I just knew I wanted to serve people and I knew that I wanted to make a difference in the world. And once I started chasing that path and I thought, you know, some of my gifts are, I love people, I'm a good listener. I'm pretty compassionate. I'm a pretty good communicator. I'm really intense. I'm, I'm a hardworking person. I don't have a ton of gifts, but those are some of mine. And once I started to point that towards my business life, it magnified outside of my business into different charities I was involved in and different business ventures I was involved with, different social settings, and all of those things started to be part of my cause, mission, and crusade that's led to me and you here today. If you'd have told me 20 years ago that I'd be one of the top peak performance, life strategists, personal development people, in the world, I'd have thought you were crazy. So this road has led somewhere I never envisioned, but it started by me starting to think about the things I admired in my role models. I noticed some of those same attributes I had, and I just started trying different things through business, through social, through philanthropic deeds. And so I would challenge you this, you gotta try, start to get moving, take action. Try one thing, it may not be for you, try another. But eventually you're gonna try one and you go, this is home.
this is where I belong. I've got this sense. It's almost like dating. It's not usually the first person, right? It, you've got to try different dates, different people, and then eventually, those are some failures, eventually you find the one and you're home. And so eventually when you try different businesses, different side hustles, different side missions, side crusades, it could end up being that, I mean, it could be anything. It could be that you start making coats for the homeless part-time. You start feeding people at Thanksgiving. It could be anything, but once you start trying, take, what are my gifts? Who do I admire? How could I start to take this to other people and start trying different things? Start to live your life. You gotta stop thinking and start acting, right? Start taking action. This is the key. And eventually, like dating, you're gonna find the one eventually that's home for you. And then for some of you mega achievers like me that I know follow me because you want to be wealthy, you want to be successful financially, let me say one thing on that topic. You should try to go get stone-ass wealthy. For those of you that have that desire in your heart, you know you want to win. You know you want to get wealthy. Everything I've said prior, you needed to hear first. I will never lead with money. I will never lead with material things when I coach and mentor you. So I've tried to lay this foundation of all the contributions you could make. I'm not delusional enough not to know that many of you who follow me, you want to be wealthy. You want to be a multimillionaire. You want to be able to travel and do the things you want to do in your life and the material things and, and getting wealthy is important to you. I want to challenge you to go get stone-ass wealthy because let me say something to you about that. I know what it's like to do it. And if you have first laid the foundation that you know that's not going to make you happy, you've laid a foundation, which is why I've taken the entire beginning of the video and middle about the foundation. Once you've laid a foundation that my bliss, my fulfillment is going to come through my crusade, my mission, my calling, the difference I want to make in other people's lives, the contribution I want to make. Once that's the foundation and you understand this first, for those of you in your heart, you got a burning desire to go get wealthy. Once you've laid that foundation, you need to go do it. Because those of us that have that foundation first, only through getting wealthy can you make that big difference in the world. You want to know the greatest thing about being wealthy? About being, I mean, really wealthy? You know what it is? Living at the ocean's amazing. Having a private jet's incredible. Driving whatever car I want's wonderful. Being able to take care of my family's wonderful, right? Anything anybody ever needs, I can be there for them. Having multiple homes, all of this is, it's awesome. And I want you to have it, especially after you've laid the foundation of knowing that'll only make you happy. But what you're chasing is fulfillment. The best part is, I don't ever have to be anywhere I don't wanna be. Think about that for a second. What if you could live a life where you don't ever have to go anywhere you don't want to go. You don't have to be around people you don't want to be around. You have to go to places you don't want to be, and neither does anybody that you love and care about. That type of total freedom of time is why I'm so excited about being wealthy above everything else, because now I'm totally free to choose what I do with my life. I decided once I got wealthy because I had laid this foundation, and that happened because my original career, many of you know, my original job, it wasn't a career, is I worked at a group home with orphan boys, wards of the court my boys were. And I made $6 an hour working with young children, eight and 10 year old boys. And that laid the foundation. I fell in love with serving other people. I found in love with making a difference for these young men. They just wanted somebody to love them and believe in them. And my gosh, all of a sudden when my athletic career ended, I found this place was home for me. Home for me was actually called McKinley Home for Boys. And that's where I found my life home. My life home I found out there at a young man. I never knew it before. I'd never found that this was what I wanted. My call, I had no idea, I thought my calling was baseball. 
right? I thought my calling was to be a professional athlete. And then I found home. My home was making a difference in these precious little boys' lives. They needed someone to believe in them and love them and give them tools to live their lives better. And I found that there and I invested my entire heart right there I knew this is where I belong and it was from that path that was the first path is that's why I talk about chasing things that was the first place I started serving people and then it led to business and then it led to other places and I, once I got free of my time I found fulfillment because what I'm doing with you right now is my home it's my calling see you are just an extension of my first eight boys at McKinley Home for Boys. I started with eight to 10 year old boys, eight of them. And now I end up reaching millions of people multiple decades later, but it's the same path. My calling is to contribute. It's to use the life skills I've developed. It's to use the fact that I was an insecure and shy person and I needed to learn how to build self-confidence. I needed to have the brain work, how to think better, how to perform at my peak. I needed to learn how to really truly become happy because I wasn't. I needed to learn what's my pathway to fulfillment. I, I use some of the gifts I listed earlier with those boys and I'm using them with you now. That's my home. And so, but the best part of being wealthy is my time is mine. I get to spend about every minute of most every single day doing my calling. It's no longer a side hustle. It's a full-time crusade. It's a full-time mission in my life. And I think that's why I feel so fulfilled most of the time in my life. Doesn't mean I don't have bad days. Doesn't mean I'm not down. But I'm most alive when I'm doing this with you right here. It's the greatest honor of my life is contributing to other people, starting with my own family. But for me, that pathway had to come through wealth to free up the time. I didn't want to spend an hour or two a day. I didn't want to reach just eight or 10 or 20 people. I want to reach millions of people and eventually billions of people through my message, through my trainings, through the tactics and strategies I teach, through the way of thinking that I teach people. And so now the platforms have allowed me to do it as well. But it started out with finding my home. It started out with thinking about the people I admired and what were their gifts and traits. Why did I admire that in them? Because I had some of those same gifts in my own unique way. Now, Dr. Martin Luther King was one of my great heroes. He had this amazing ability to speak and to inspire. He talked about dreams all the time. And I started to think, I'm a dreamer. I can speak. I can contribute. I can inspire. I love people. I believe in people. I'm non-judgmental of people. And I found my way of taking those gifts I saw in him, mine weren't anywhere near on the scale his were, and neither do yours need to be about your heroes. I'm not deluded into thinking I'm as good a speaker or as good a man as he was, but I saw things in him. I knew his intentions were good, I knew mine were. And I started to do that same stuff with eight and 10 year old boys in the group home. And then it magnified and the pathway led. That's how it's gonna happen for you. This is truly how we find our calling in our life. And it's truly how we find fulfillment. And so for those of you that wanna be wealthy, let's go get it, I want that. There's a whole segment of people that need to go get wealthy to fulfill their mission. Not everybody though. Some people, their mission is to teach school or to be a pastor or to be a nurse or to be a mother. And that's what's gonna fulfill them. And I'm not confused to think that the mothers listening to this that are making a difference in the precious children's lives they touch or the school teachers that I know or the people that work in special needs or for the Special Olympics or spend their time in charities. I'm not deluded to think I'm more fulfilled than them. That's not true at all. My fulfillment came through this path, their fulfillment came through that path. But what we all have in common is we're using our gifts that we were given towards the service and contribution of other people. That's the calling, and we've all found our version of home, and you can as well. So finally, ask yourself this question. What would you do if you had all the time in the world to do whatever you wanted to do? 
what would be the things you'd be doing? I know you'd say, well, I'd be sitting on that beach out there, Ed. And you would for a while, trust me. And maybe you should try it once you get wealthy. But you can only play so many golf courses. You can only sit on so many beaches. And guess what? Sitting on that beach is gonna make you very happy. Playing a great golf course is gonna make you very happy. Going to an incredible restaurant is gonna make you very happy. But there'll be a point where it's just not enough just being happy. You're gonna to wanna to be fulfilled. And so get a level past that. If your time was all yours, how would you spend it? Who would you be helping? What would the difference be that you're making? What are some of those gifts you've got that are unique to you? And stop beating yourself up, for real. What are some of those gifts? Is it your intentions? Is it your heart? Is it your faith? Is it your voice? Is it your beauty? Is it your humor, your articulation, your critical thinking skills? What is your gift? There's two or three of them, and when you uncover them and you point them in a direction, that path eventually will lead to somewhere that is total fulfillment for you. And so today, I hope this helps you just start to think a little bit more deeply about what would make me fulfilled. Is it really money? Or is it finding my purpose? Is it finding my passion? Is it finding my cause, my crusade, my mission? For some of you, that doesn't require money at all. And for many of you, it does. And I wanna help both of you get there, and I want you to both be acknowledged for the incredible difference you make in your life. My prayer for you is that you find happiness, but what I really wish for you, what I really pray for you, is that you find your version of fulfillment, your version of heaven while you're living here on earth. And I can promise you, it's by finding your calling, using your gifts, and contributing to other people. And it's just a matter of starting to try different things. Think about who you admire. Ask yourself what some of those gifts are, and eventually you're gonna find your home. I hope this has helped you today. If it has, would you please share this with somebody who needs to hear it? I promise you, you know somebody who's lost right now. That person might have been you before we started today. But I can guarantee you, you know someone who's lost. They've not found their purpose. They've not found their calling. They don't know what their life's mission is. And I think today could give them some insights and some tips and some hope that they can find it through the message that I've given you. Please share this with somebody. The reason I do this is I wanna make a difference in the world. I wanna to contribute to millions of people's lives, just like my boys at McKinley. I hope that I did a little of that today for you, and I hope that you would do it for somebody by just simply sharing this audio or sharing this video, depending if you're watching it or listening to it. And by the way, having said that, if you're watching this video, click on the link of my Instagram bio or on Twitter or Facebook or wherever you got this from, and subscribe to the audio version of the program because I'm gonna release content on the audio you won't get on YouTube. For those of you that are listening to this on one of the audio platforms, go find Ed Milet Max Out on YouTube and subscribe to that channel because I'm gonna put content on video you're not gonna get on the audio. And then lastly, a reminder, after you share this with somebody you care about and that you love who's trying to find their calling or needs to find their calling, I wanna remind you that every day on Instagram we do the Max Out two minute drill. It's the best thing going on social media. This is the number one program in the world for a reason and what we do on social media is the max out two-minute drill because I want to engage more personally with you I read every comment I can't reply to all of them but we reply to a lot of them but I read every comment on Instagram every day and the reason I do that is I want to connect more deeply with you I want to learn more about you I want to hear about how my message is reaching you and how it's affecting you and what you need from each other in the max out universe and the community there in the comments everybody supports each other it's one of the most unique followings in all of social media is how the max out universe support one another in the comments section with collaborations, ideas, support, and acknowledgement, and overall belief in one another as well. And so every day I run the max out two minute drill. What that means is this, when I make a post on Instagram, turn your notifications on, your story and main feed notifications. Because when I make a post in the first two minutes, if you make a comment with hashtag max out, 
every single day on social media, we pick a winner from all the people who make a comment in the first two minutes with hashtag MaxOut. And if you don't make one in the first two minutes, you can still win because at the end of the week, we add up all the people who just made a comment at any time on the post. Just make a comment every day. And if you do that, we take someone every week who's commented on every post, just comment on every post at some point, and we pick a winner there as well. So you've got a better chance if you comment in the first two minutes, but you've got a chance if you just comment every day as well. And so those people win great things. They win coaching calls with me personally, with many of my guests from the interviews you've seen. You get Max Out gear as well from the Max Out store, hats, shirts, leggings, all kinds of different stuff. And then also you get autographed copies of my books, all kinds of things we do just to connect more deeply with you. So make sure you participate in the two minute drill on Instagram every day. I hope today helped you. I really hope you share it with somebody who needs to find their calling, needs to find their purpose, needs to find their mission because I think today could help them. I want to say God bless you and max out everybody. This is the Ed Milet Show.